Hey, this is Sri Vishwanath here, and welcome to episode number 5050 of the Ask Sri Vishwanath Vedanta Show. In today's video, <coughs> we are going to speak about the secret of power how to win God's grace in the darkest moments of your life. So, this question comes from Jennifer, <coughs> and uh, she asks, I like praying. Is there a special way to pray to God to receive his grace? So this is a very beautiful question. Is there a special way? <coughs> and so here's the answer. You are special. The special ingredient in prayer is you. Why are you? Which is the I? Which is your pure I? So when you pray, Krishna says, I am the Atman resident in the inner self of all beings. So when you pray, your position should be in the Atman. Now, your eye can be positioned in two places. In the Atman, which is always there, or in the intellect, which is what we are in the waking state. So when you pray, you pray <coughs> from the Atman. When I say from the Atman means I, that it is a realization. It's not an experience. You don't have to worry. Ask how. So right now, the I is always present in the Atman. So it's called Nirgun Nirakar. Now most begin their prayer from the intellect. That is why it will not give you the fruit. This is a realization. Oh, I don't feel like I am in the intellect. Screw your feeling. It is a realization. Realization is respecting your real nature. What? What the great ones have told us. What Krishna has told us. What we know. But since we are stuck up in this damn feelings, we are, we are always going to be bothered about that. So we don't have to worry about all that. So when you begin the prayer, you are seated in the Atman. <coughs> Vivekananda said, Krishna was seated in the Atman when he gave the talk of Bhagavad Gita. So when you are seated in the Atman, <coughs> your eye, so Krishna or Ishwara, whatever God will dwell in your Atman. I am the Atman. So God is called Nirgun Nirakar, which is Brahman Atman, which is in all. And the second is, is Sagun Nirakar, which is the I. There's only one I. And he's dwelling in everyone as the I. I am the Atman. So Atman is Nirgun Nirakar and the I is the Sagun Nirakar. Got it? So when you are praying, you should begin with the Atman from the Nirgun Nirakar because that is the goal, the highest goal. And you pray, meaning you visualize the I, which is you visualize an incarnation. How? Through the power of I. I has got the power to visualization. So you begin from the Nirgun Nirakar, which is the Atman. And you visualize from the eye. So there's Atman and then there's I. Atman is Nirgun Nirakar. I is the Sagun Nirakar. Which is this eye which is present in all. 
So you visualize. Whom do you visualize? Here's the thing. You have to visualize an incarnation. <coughs> Only an incarnation when you worship, that is when your destiny can change. You have to worship an incarnation. So what are the incarnations? So Shankaracharya Puri says, <coughs> like the five fingers in our hands, there are five. This is a principle. So incarnation is not like a person. It is a principle first. A five, like five fingers make one hand. So the first is Ganesha, which is for grace, which also rules the space. Then is Shakti, which is all goddess, like goddess Kali, goddess um, Mahalakshmi, goddess Saraswati, <coughs> goddess Parvati. So Shakti, grace, Ganesha, Shakti, the goddess, which is air, things move. He, every, she moves, everything else moves. Third is <coughs> the destruction which is Shiva. Destruction means destroying all Thomas and all. So it's fire. It's like fire destroys all your avidya. Destruction, Shiva. Fourth is <coughs> Vishnu, which is where then Vishnu incarnates as uh, uh, Ram, Krishna, and all the various incarnations. Now the incarnation next, which is going to be Kalki. And then the last is the earth. And then the Vishnu is water. And the last is Brahma, which is earth so it has to be of these now all other gods they are they do not fall under the scope so there are all this uh, various uh, gods in uh, uh, in in the lunar sphere which is uh, like thousands of gods that is only for a particular thing it cannot give you parabhakti it cannot give you liberation they cannot give you liberation vivekananda says even the fire god out of fear, the fire burns, he says. Out of fear, Vayu, the wind god blows. So even the wind god has got fear, which is why it is there in its place and we are there in our place. Fire god. All of that fire god, wind god, is god, they have got fear. Fear or whatever, Brahman. That is not gone. If, if it goes, they will merge into the Brahman. Just like when we liberated, we will move into the Brahman. So worship should be of Ishwara. So easy is Krishna, Ram, Goddess, or you know, whatever God you want to worship if you are from other religions. So prayer, you begin with the Nirgun Nirakar. This is very, very important. Because it's a confident statement. See, the things might be horrible in your life. But you're praying for a few minutes. This is every four seconds a field is created. So you should get good in four seconds. For four seconds, you forget everything. Because you want results. So you begin from the Atman. <coughs> and you... You begin from the Atman and you visualize the incarnation. That's called Bhavaraja. So this is visualization. Okay. Now this relationship where you're seated in the Atman and you visualize God, that 
is very sacred because it's between the Atman and the I. <coughs> so when you do that visualization, <coughs> that is when God is pleased instantly. The, door, the, the doors of grace open up. Ramakrishna says, God is sharpier. He listens to all your prayers. Everything. But you see, you have to begin from the Atman <coughs> and you have to worship the incarnation. It's a visualization. It's called Bhavarajya. That's very, very important. Where you begin from. <coughs> now, here's something very important is there. And this is a confident statement that God is listening to your prayers. <coughs> now, here's the thing. What do we pray? What is it that we should ask? So Shankaracharya says, <coughs> you have to <coughs> ask for devotion and discrimination, which is renunciation and discrimination, viveka and vairagya. Now, here's the reason why. See, what gets God's grace? Because you're praying for God's grace. <coughs> what gets God's grace? <coughs> What we have to ask God is the power to surrender your mind and intellect to Ishwara. <coughs> That's what we want. That is something which even a billion years of meditation and all the Kriya, we are, whatever you do, we are not able to do that because our ego, Herm says, it, it does not surrender. We do not surrender because we do not realize that this jiva's goal is Ishwara. See, if you see a fruit, it falls from the tree and it goes to the ground, Shankaracharya Puri says. Why? Because the seed, it, the seed came from the ground. So there it goes again. You take water. <coughs> Even if you open the tap on the hundredth floor, it will go down because it's going down to the ocean. That's where it came from. Everything goes back to its source. Fire, where does it go up? Why? Because it came from the sun. Everything goes back to its source. So where do you and I go? The jiva. Your object of love is Ishwara. Because that's where we came from. Krishna says an eternal part of my being has become the jiva in the world of being. Just like water goes back to the ocean, fire goes back to the sun, the f all the fruits go back, all the things go back to earth. And Jiva's special, special object is Ishwara. That is why prayer is so beautiful. Worship. It's the greatest thing because the Jiva is going back home. Oh mind, let's go back home. That is the beautiful thing. So, when you pray, you're seated in the Atman, worshipping, what do you pray? You pray that God gives you the strength to surrender your mind and life. Why mind? Because mind creates doubts, it raises thought, and intellect keeps on reasoning. It's the most talkative person on earth. The intellect keeps on reasoning. You know, the intellect is, you know, um, who is the most uneducated person in the world? It's Google, G-O-G-G-L-E. Why? Because 5% inside Google, like right now I'm doing this in YouTube, Google, 5% is 
very good stuff is there inside, real good stuff. But 15% is okay, okay. and 80% all crap. <clears throat> well, what is Google? It represents the universal nature of our mind. Why do you think Google will have 80% crap? Because 80% of human minds are crap. This is, Google is just representing a human being. It's, it's a tool. So someone searches for something in Google and any kid can put something and it will <laughs> come on the top page and people say, oh, you know, this has been written that it's been screwed. <laughs> I mean, who is writing? Who has got the authority? So our intellect is like that. We have accumulated various stuff. Like Google, our intellect is the most uneducated personality because we have inherited 5% good stuff, 15 is okay, and 80% is crap. We just don't admit it, but it's, that's the truth. <clears throat> crap meaning there's false visualization, not crap as in, you know, it's useless. There's false visualization. When you separate that, it becomes gold. So our job is to ask God to give, to train, to surrender. Not how do I surrender? We pray to God, help me to surrender. Only you can train me. You do it for me. I will visualize you. That's the arrangement. See? So it's a very beautiful thing. You sit in the Atman, visualize, beautiful relationship, and don't you, you simply ask for the surrender. Because when you surrender, just that four seconds, few minutes, that's when grace happens like this. Shankaracharya says, even if a person is going to be hanged tomorrow, that goddess, goddess Kali can, will change that. Because God can intervene and change any human mind because God is the I, that same I. Like... If God enters my eye, you can change it in one second. Because the eye rules us. It's like the Supreme Court. That is the faith, that is the Shraddha required. And that begins with prayer. So that's how you pray. That's how things happen. That's how you receive God's grace. And it comes instantly. And if it doesn't happen, it's only mean the variable of faith, the Shraddha, is missing. So just keep doing that because you are just four seconds away from grace. And even if it takes you a lifetime, you have to do it. That is the premise. Because Krishna says, in the end, whoso departs, giving up the body and remembering me reaches me. Shankaracharya says, that one verse, I live my entire life. So can you live your entire life on the premise that God's grace is just four seconds away? And can you do it till your last breath? If you can, you are in the game. <coughs> if you're not, train. Or if you're like other spiritual <coughs> or like other spiritual jerks out there who is or feeling that there's some alternate arrangements, it's like we have to come back again and again. In the end, whoso departs, giving up the body and remembering me reaches me. All right. So for more, go to www.magicofgod.com, M-A-G-I-C-O-F-G-O-D.com to learn greater secrets of worship and to enjoy liberation. Until next time, God bless. <laughs>